The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Let's get it. Hour two on a Wednesday. That means we are officially halfway through the week. Five hours of On the Block down, five hours to go. Don't worry, we're not with you for five hours the rest of the day. I don't know if we can pull that off. We might Ooh. be able to stick through it, but... I mean, with all the news eh. that's coming out, it's possible with, with all the craziness going on right now in the transfer portal. It's possible. Yeah, let's start with that news here in just a sec. Um, I like to take my news with a, a good heaping portion of Mary Ellen's food for the soul. If it's good news, it amplifies it. If it's bad news, I feel less bad. Yeah, yeah. Got meeting away with Mary Ellen's 29th and Pine Lake. They're open through the weekend. Uh, your Belt West people here, Stricky. Daniel Kalen, quarterback commit for Nebraska in the 2024 class, has not decommitted from Nebraska but is uh, reportedly visiting Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Notable because Dylan Rayola visiting Nebraska this weekend. So the, the in-state prospect will ship up to Michigan, while the legacy prospect uh, is reported to be in Lincoln this weekend. But the biggest piece with Daniel Kalen is his connection in getting Davon Hall, Isaiah McMorris, to commit mm-hmm. to Nebraska. Davon Hall wasn't really giving Nebraska a shot. McMorris was, you know, had Nebraska among his options Kalen gets them both to come to Nebraska. Instrumental in in Carter Nelson, a great peer recruiter on campus and also on Twitter, has facilitated, you know, a lot of that interaction among this 2024 signing class. And all of a sudden, he's taking a trip up to East Lansing. After all of a sudden, Nebraska is back in the sweepstakes for Dylan Rayola. It's been a whirlwind. It's a lot to wrap your head around. What are your thoughts on just the Daniel Kalen element of this Nebraska quarterback saga, such as it is? I mean, listen, you, you feel bad about it, but I, I do think that um, uh, Daniel Kalen is probably a little bit of time away. Mm-hmm. But I can understand the desire to want to move into a, a potential opportunity to find himself in an early role backup position. I don't think anybody was looking at Del and Daniel Kalen to be able to come in here and be an immediate starter, but um, he does have talent. He has a good <laughs> arm talent. Um, I think there's some 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 parts of him that I would like to see a little bit more just dogish as mm-hmm. far as, but Daniel Kalen for the most part is a pocket passer with some abilities to move if he has to, but I don't, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's not a blazer or anybody like that, but um, I love the direction that they are, they're possibly going. I love the direction of, of of getting a stable pocket passer because it does. It forces your offensive linemen to become better. Mm-hmm. 
without worry of where they're shifting to, where they're moving to. Now, I will say that I think one of the one of the faults of our quarterback room was being in the shotgun, still dropping back three yards after you're catching the ball in a shotgun. Mm-hmm. That puts a lot of strain on edge rushing because if if you're you. you you know, your edge rushers, if you don't have a step-up ability, not a step-up and run ability, I'm talking about a step-up, create more time, and still have your eyes downfield, aware of what mm-hmm. the defense is doing, whether it's in man, knowing if it's in man, and uh, they're coming with an extra blitz package that you were able to pick up, you create that space, evade it, and now you're looking at crossing routes. Now, I will give credit that it's not always the fault of the quarterback because I've watched the wide receivers literally run routes and stand still, stuck, like not knowing what to do. Like you always want to be looking for an opportunity to shift, move, you know, bend it up, bend it back, go on a straight line, Mm -hmm. coming back to the ball, something, but just the standing there and just – like you're you're having a um, a salsa competition <laughs> with a defender, that's no bueno. So mm-hmm. that's the way I look at it. I think there's still some things that having a pocket passer passer with presence and the ability to process and mm-hmm. and know what the defense is trying to do against you and and be able to make those throws is going to be a, a, an imperative thing for this year. I think that's a great point too because some of it's on the quarterbacks for not stepping up into a pocket that's created when it's created. Some of it's on the quarterbacks for giving edge rushers angles, right? The deeper you get, the easier it is for an edge rusher yep. to beat an offensive line. It's on the offensive line for sometimes not creating that that pocket, that bubble for quarterbacks to step up into. Sometimes it's on the receivers. Either they're not open or they're just playing footsie, you know, salsa dancing with the, the defender, like you just said. Everyone's to blame. Nebraska needs to upgrade at all those positions. Yep. But I think that if Nebraska can get a guy like Kyle McCord in the system, Dylan Rayola who I think is good enough in the pocket, obviously is to learn as a, as a young guy, but to step up, keep your eyes downfield, keep the ball high, not drop it, not tuck it. Keep it safe, obviously. We saw Nebraska struggle with that mm-hmm. in the quarterback position, but simplifying the offensive line's jobs, yeah. simplifying the receiver's jobs might just help them play faster, freer, quicker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that you definitely heard from um, Evan Bland was having someone like Kyle McCord it, it it puts an onus or responsibility on all pieces. You just mm-hmm. you just stated one of them, which is the line, which we both spoke about. But the running backs gotta mm-hmm. do a job too. Yep. It's gonna make it good for all of them. It's going to it's going to provide like if I'm in if I if I was a receiver on the fringe, and here's why I would say Holly McMorris probably wouldn't want to go anywhere. One, there's not an established one. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying, listeners. <laughs> There's not an established number one receiver at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Who do you, who are, uh, there's potential, there's flashes, and there's guys that have looked okay, and there's guys that can go deep, but there's not one that you're saying, if it's third down and eight, I'm looking his way first. You know what I'm saying? Like, Either because I know he's going to be open or I know he's going to give me a shot at 50-50 ball. Exactly. I know he's going to potentially catch his ball and I can trust him, mm-hmm. right? There's not one of those. Mm-hmm. So if you're a young receiver with no one's established, because outside of maybe um, Malachi, mm-hmm. 
which I still think needs to get better, but I like his size. You know what I mean? I like there's certain things about Malachi that I like. If I can see progression out of Malachi, then I, I would feel better at, at him as a two three mm-hmm. guy, right? Right. But outside of him, I know that Lloyd can bust it open, but I still don't know. Is he a one? No. No. Is he Trey I still, Palmer? I no, no, I don't think so. So there's so much uncertainty there. But if I'm a fringe receiver that was looking at an opportunity with nothing that I'm really overly worried about in front of me, I look at Nebraska. If you can land those those one of those two guys, mm-hmm. I'm taking a different look at Nebraska as a receiver because oh, yeah. you, what they what Nebraska was doing is not going to happen going forward with that type of you know arm talent. It can't be allowed to happen again, and yeah. it doesn't look likely to happen again given you know the resources Nebraska is putting into the quarterback and the wide receiver positions. And that's where I think ideally the ideal setup for Nebraska at quarterback would be to get all three guys to have McCord come in and start to have Raiola and Kalen, you know, kind of push each other for that backup role, likely shakes out McCord, Raiola, Kalen. But then if Dylan Raiola is good enough, he's gone after three years, right? So Daniel Kalen probably has two years that he can be the starter, an experienced guy who's learned his lessons, who's waited for his shot. Got stronger. Got smarter. Yeah. Knows the Big Ten, has adapted, adjusted, has the guys he's familiar with still on campus in those teammates, hopefully, but the likely option is that Nebraska loses Daniel Kalen, which is unfortunate for Nebraska because I think you, you lose some of that big picture vision at quarterback to some degree. Unfortunate for, you know, Hall and McMorris losing their high school teammate who seems like they really wanted to play with. Unfortunate for Daniel Kalen because it's this late in the cycle, Strick. Like, yeah, he's taking a visit to Michigan State. It wouldn't be shocked if he ends up there. Kind of a miracle he's getting an official visit in at all. Like, he's a good prospect. Not an elite one. It's it's kind mm-hmm. of a minor miracle he's able to find yeah. a home with a week to go before signing day. I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised. I didn't think it would be, um, you know, definitely I didn't think it would be Big Ten. But, I mean, again, it's not said set in stone. Mm-hmm. But I would be monitoring it closely mm-hmm. to see kind of what happens there. And I would, listen, I'm rooting for him. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for him. I just, Big time. I still would just still like to see... Uh, more, and I think the intangibles just aren't there. I think he's still a young talent that has to grow and get better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm with you on that, and we're about to see just how much Daniel Kalen means to those two receivers, too. You can want to play with a guy, you know, it it can be, you know, front of your mind at one point, but as soon as you go from high school to college, isn't that where you kind of have to take your career into your own hands? If you have any aspirations of playing at any next level, isn't high school to college where you have to say, man, I love you. We had some good times in high school, did some cool stuff. If it works out down the road, great. But right now, this is best for me. What's the best for you? They're fortunate because they're in a space where there's a lot of open, there's a lot of open grass and opportunity. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Fields to frolic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's a lot of open grass and opportunity for uh, that rece- receiver room. And if you come in, show and prove, rule is showed. He's willing to play young. Mm-hmm. He don't. He don't care. He wants production. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Come in mm-hmm. and produce. Show your. Prove yourself worthy. Mm-hmm. If you do that, then you're gonna get on that field. And that's what's. That's what's beautiful. Now I, I understand that. Uh, you know both of those guys can run. Mm-hmm. You know uh, McMorris and both Hall. They both can run. But um, again, you're 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 looking at top level talent. Now McMorris to me reminds me a lot of Kemp. You know with mm-hmm. size, stature, shiftiness. A little shiftier, maybe. You know what I'm yeah. saying. Uh, Hall probably Hall Hall I think would remind me more of Betts mm. if Betts was still around. He kind of reminds me of that straight line speed. Yeah, B- yeah. Betts is kind of like that. But Hall I think has potential though. I think I mm-hmm. think his worth ethic and I think his cerebral abilities are a little bit more there. And I don't think either of those guys is your number one right away. No, I, I mean if they are, they've taken a huge step or Betts. they're elevated by their quarterback. Um. Oprah Winfury says Coleman has to become that guy maybe in two years, but not next year. I don't think Malachi is a number one next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brad says Marcus Washington, who got injured against Illinois, needs a waiver to come back. I still just don't think he's a one. I think he's a two. Marcus is, uh, uh, Washington is a possession guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Marcus is a guy that if you do need a catch, he can go get it. Like Mm -hmm. he's he's a guy that is a curl dig and uh if you're if you're running a post corner or you're running a corner route with an out route he's mm-hmm. the out route mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying he's right. he's not gonna blow you out i think he can create a little space but he's got good hands mm-hmm. that um he can he can extend and make catches when you need it he feels like a guy that has the potential to put up number one numbers, but I don't feel number one impact necessarily. No, no. Not not game-changing field-tilting yeah. gravity. There you go. Good point. So you prefer having him to not having him. You hope Coleman can be that guy. And that's where I think a guy like Julian Fleming is interesting. I mean, number one receiver in the nation, number three overall player back in the class of 2020, wasn't a number one at Ohio State. But could Julian Fleming be a Stanley Morgan? Could he be a Kenny Bell? I think his game is a little, little bit of a mix of those. I think he's a little faster than Stanley, maybe a little thicker and, and stronger uh, than Kenny Bell was. But Nebraska needs to go get a guy. A better quarterback should elevate a guy into a, a role and playing better there. Um, but Nebraska needs help at wide receiver. I, I don't think it can stop with Julian Fleming. I don't think he takes enough pressure off of 
you know, Coleman and Lloyd and, you know, Hall and McMorris and whoever else you want to throw in that conversation on his own. Mm-hmm. I don't hate Nebraska going after a second, you know, wide receiver or, you know, find a tight end, you know, to, to take some pressure off of Fedoni, you know, if he's, you know, sticking around or just as a second <sighs> guy to have on the roster. I think Nebraska needs more, more, more. I still, man, I'm I'm being real about this. I would love to see Heinrich Harburg at a hybrid tight end position. Sure. I really sure. would. Why not? I'm just throwing it out there. Um, not saying that that's going to happen. Sometimes, like, like for example, um, I think Scott Frost did himself a disservice. I personally just don't think he wanted to play. Um, mm. He just didn't have that that go-get to want to stick it out and play. But I think uh, Scott Frost could have been a really good, you know, type of H-back or hybrid tight end similar to that or mm-hmm. I thought he should have stuck it out on the defensive side but if you if you don't have that dog in you and you don't want to hit you don't want to be on that defensive side Scott Frost might be back in the Big Ten soon I'm going to leave that there until I get more confirmation but things are percolating mm-hmm. we'll see what it looks like if it happens and if it doesn't happen but let's go to the YouTube stream and uh, Scott says every time I think we need a running quarterback I go back to the Purdue game Harburg takes off around the edge gets destroyed by the Purdue defensive end can't take hits like that every game. That's fair, right? You need the right type of running quarterback, either a you know Lamar Jackson who is so incredibly shifty he doesn't take hits, or you need a, a bruiser that's going to run people over that's you know big enough, bulky enough to absorb the hits over the course of the season. That's Josh Allen. Josh Allen, a Cam Newton, yeah. even Tim Tebow yeah. type of guy. And those are few and far between. Yeah. Quarterbacks are going to get hit in the pocket, but the big hits are penalized in this day and age of college football, like it or not. They just are. And it's harder to get that clean shot. You know, for all the big hits we see in the pocket, those miscommunications, even with, you know, so-so offensive lines. They're very rare. Still pretty, you know, few and far between. And I think McCord is veteran enough to know how to absorb some of those hits. If, again, he does end up announcing he's coming to Nebraska, a guy like McCord is, you know, smart enough, savvy enough to know how to step up into the pocket, get his arm angle good enough and still absorb the hit without taking the full brunt of it. You you still, you you want to get, you know, you, you want to secure like a McCord and get him in here and having conversations with Ben Scott soon. Yes. Because you want that relationship to be sim- very symbiotic, right? Mm-hmm. You want them to be able to be reading each other's mind uh, as far as what what he sees to what he sees on online to what he sees with calling out mics and 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 you know which which potential mm-hmm. guy uh, to keep an eye on mm-hmm. um, as far as potential blitz guys and be able to shift line uh, you mm-hmm. know line blocking schemes mm-hmm. for pass blocks you want to be able to know you want to have that symbiotic rate because you don't want misses like you can't afford you misses. don't want guys just coming clean Mm-mm. not Nebraska you want to no. you want to be able to make sure you have time to release that ball. Um, don't be surprised if it looks very West Coast-ish, West Coast style. Getting the ball out quickly, reading mm-hmm. quickly, probably won't see as, with a guy like him, won't see as many RPOs. You'll see some, mm-hmm. but not for him to run, but for him to, you know, just kind of hold the linebackers a little bit. Mm-hmm. But just just, just, you'll, just because of his style, you'll probably see more of a West Coast style of offense. And Nebraska hasn't done a lot of that, right? We see teams, you know, like Minnesota, right? That last drive of the game. Dice Nebraska up with a quick passing game. Take six yards at a time, get to the sideline. 
Wisconsin and Will Pauling on third down. Balls out pretty quick, pretty consistently. And Nebraska's defensive backs have played so far off receivers for so that. long. Like, Strick, how can hmm. other teams take advantage of that, but not Nebraska? Yeah, I have no clue. Um, I, I also would like to see a little bit more creativity and some misdirection action. Mm-hmm. I would like to see, and, and look, so, uh, you know, they, they, I know they ain't listening to me to figure out what they're going to do, Maybe but I'm just saying, be. you know, some misdirection action and definitely some more motion actions. Not motion actions for Jets and just to, you know, run a guy across the, the box and run him into the flat. No, I'm talking about find out what's going on, see where we're at with man. Mm-hmm. And if you need to run him back, run him back. You know what I mean? I mean, just, right. <laughs> just some some different types of motion actions to shift defenses, mm-hmm. even if it's tight ends shifting and move. I want to see more shifting just to change what the defense is able to scheme and see and, and react to. We had Teach Tape Tuesday yesterday. It's every Tuesday at 2.30. It's been basketball so far, but we're still in the middle of the NFL season. So, Stricky, if you find NFL teams using motion and want to talk people through how they use it, what the cues are, what the keys are, I don't think Nebraska fans have got a lot of that. And I think that's helpful for young quarterbacks, right? To have that motion to show, hey, this is a man tell. This is a zone tell. Do they creep up? Do they back off? Do they pass it off? What are they saying on the other side of the line of scrimmage? Just those little cues can make a quarterback's life so much easier in those you know two and a half seconds. Yeah, and, and, and it's an understanding that they may shift that. This is why I think maturity at the quarterback position mm-hmm. is so needed because – you know, guys can in initially show you an, a, a man or or a, a zone and, and shift it to a zone blitz mm-hmm. or shift it to a, a corner blitz or something of that nature. They can shift it. But a mature quarterback would be able to say, okay, this is what it looks like, but I'm still aware of this guy right here in the slot. It's maturity. I'm still aware of this guy coming down. So I, I'm seeing the safety kind of shift over a little bit. I'm seeing him come down into the zone. He maybe is over overlaying my tight end here for a man with maybe this linebacker blitzing. Like that mm-hmm. that's the type of processing mm-hmm. that I didn't see with Sims. I'm looking at Sims like Or Harburg or Purdy. I'm looking at Sims like he's in you know, he was in oblivion, like trying to figure like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I want a quarterback to be able to look at that stuff and say, okay, yeah, okay, you maybe. And then if it happens, I know that this 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 drag or this slant right here is going to be open because that safety's too deep to get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like to process that in that quick of a time so that that ball's away and there's no worry about fumbles and, mm-hmm. and, and guys like that, right? The only other thing I got to worry about is what if, a, if the end drops out or the – the linebacker comes over and I put my guy in jeopardy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I want those type of processes and thoughts. It's maturity. It's experience. It's homework. It's film work. Homework and film Right. And I think all those things go absolutely hand in hand. Good stuff here in this segment. We got to take a break. We're up against it here. Huge weekend coming up for the Huskers. What better time to talk about it than midweek? We're on the downhill slide toward the weekend. Let's set it up. We got volleyball. We got football on the horizon. We got basketball. A lot going on in Huskerland. We'll talk about it. We'll break it down. Give you our thoughts on it next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.